Welcome to the Promo Cares Radio Podcast, where we share the stories about the good being done in the promotional products industry. From philanthropic efforts to cause marketing to giving programs, these are the people who are inspiring others to improve the world through promo. To learn more about Promo Cares, visit promocares.org. Now, on with today's show. Welcome to Promo Cares Radio. This is Carrie Cowden, your hostess for Promo Cares, and we have a guest today. Taylor Borst from American Solutions for Business. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Carrie. I'm so excited to be here. Yahoo! We were just getting geeked out together on the cast, which is the format we use for promo cares, um, because she also uses it for some of her promo or for her podcast. So she was answering questions for me. She's very helpful. So thank you, Taylor. Thanks. <laughs> we we should probably get a um, some sort of check from cast, right? For plugging yes, them? exactly. We're plugging <laughs> them. Um, all right. So Taylor, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your position at American Solutions for Business. Sure. So I joined American Solutions for Business about four and a half years ago. Um, and like many people in the industry, I kind of fell into it completely by accident. Uh, you know, you're either you're either born into the promo industry or you just randomly find it right without meaning to. And I, I feel so grateful that I did. Um, but basically, I was um, I was actually planning to move out to California after I graduated from college. Um, my now husband was living out there. Um, and when I went out to visit during my winter break of my senior year, um, he got a job offer in central Minnesota. And I, <laughs> and I, at Beautiful. first I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of putting my foot down a little bit. We, al- we actually are natives of Minnesota, um, but much farther south. Um, so anyway, so I was like, you know, I always told myself I wouldn't live any farther north from where I was born. Um, (laughs) Like, should we do this? And then, um, you know, finally we were like, this is kind of a a nice opportunity. We'll be close to family. Um, So, you know, I was a little panicked because I'm like, how am I going to find a job in central Minnesota where, you know, I don't really know anyone. Um, So what I started to do was I I searched on the Chamber of Commerce websites all around um, where he basically was was finding a job and I found American Solutions for Business listed on one of the Chamber of Commerce websites and um, you know I was cold calling all of the other uh, local businesses that applied to my major and um, I was hired by American and I I couldn't be happier Um, so I'm very grateful for that um, especially because I was so nervous you know are they gonna hire somebody straight out of college um, so they kind of took that that gamble, and I I've been very fortunate that I've I feel like I've gotten to to stay with this company, and even though I've had actually three different positions within the company, um, they've they've really let me grow with what I've found um, to be interesting to me. So I started in strategic operations, which is more on our e-commerce side, um, kind of working with our sales associates on proposals and presentations, and then I found that I really had this love for promo and telling the story of promo and I kind of pivoted into more on the vendor relations side um, specializing in promotional products and then um, I've kind of grown into this role uh, as now head of communications and public relations so um, you know it's it's great because I have all this background of the company and I've grown into this role where now I get to um, you know have a platform to tell all of the the great stories that we that we have within American, so right. That's awesome. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of that in a in a nutshell. But very good. Yeah. Um, so I have a burning question. 
and I always start out the podcast with this. What is your routine after you get to the airport and you've gone through security and now you're waiting at the gate or on your way to the <laughs> gate? What is your what is your mental preparing process? Oh boy. Okay, so for me, I am so like I'm very comfortable flying, but I am never at ease until I am out of security. I don't I, I feel like everybody who flies regularly can have they can kind of identify with that feeling of like you finally get through security and you're like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) I I am not going to miss my flight. Like that's pretty guaranteed. Like I'm through, you know, I have the excuse that I'm at the airport. So, you know, I'll check my email, but I don't need to be like answering super fast. Right. Um, So what I do, especially if I'm the, I I almost don't want to admit this, but whenever I fly by myself, my routine is I find my gate. And then if I have like an hour, I'll sit down and have a Bloody Mary before my flight. (gasps) Nice. (laughs) I think you're the first one so far that has a little cocktail before you head out. That's awesome. (laughs) There is no shame in that, Taylor. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Carrie. That's awesome. (laughs) Do you feel like it lifted, a little shame lifted from your life? Oh, yes. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) I no longer have this deep, dark secret. Oh, good. Okay. Like my husband, like he'll... He'll text me. He's like, you got your Bloody Mary? Like, oh, and that's only if I'm like, you know, flying alone. Because I just, I don't like that feeling of just like sitting idle at the gate. Just, yeah. you know, not doing anything. For some reason, I like don't feel as just out in the open if I just kind of sit at the bar with my Bloody Mary and relax and just kind of like mentally prepare. That is um, funny. But yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like, I love hearing people talk about that because everyone's so different and it's just, it's funny to me. So let's talk about the company that you work with and partly own American Solutions for Business. So can you tell us a little bit about um, the ownership of the company? Absolutely. So American was started back in 1981 by our founder and current CEO, uh, Larry Zavagil. And um, so, you know, he he really built this company and it started as a print company. And um, so over the years, he started to really um, build that up and become kind of a mover and shaker in the print side of things. But um, right around 2001, uh, he actually decided uh, that he wanted to sell the company back to its employees. So uh, a lot of people ask why he chose to go that route. And so... um, you know, it's kind of an interesting story. Larry was born and raised in the small lake town uh, of Glenwood, Minnesota, where we are currently headquartered. And so he, you know, when he started the company, he hired friends and family members and people who were really integral to the community. And so when he, it was time to, to, to sell the company and he was making that decision, he didn't want to you know, sell it to a larger buyer and have them move to Minneapolis and have, you know, all of these these close friends and family and, and coworkers, you know, either be out of jobs or move back to the cities. And, um, you know, he, he wanted to to have the culture um, live on. He didn't want it to, to go through this major shift. So he found that if he sold it back to the employees, he could still um, you know, keep all of the goals that he had set in place uh, without taking anything away from it. That's awesome. Yeah, so so it's kind of fun where everybody who is at American is is an employee owner. So 
So yeah, um, when you said part owner of American, you know, I, I just got a little shot of dopamine there. Yeah, that's a pretty big <laughs> deal. That's really cool. That's a that's a very unusual approach, I think, for most distributors in the promotional products industry. Yeah, and so. I think that we are the, the largest employee-owned distributor in the industry. So we, we're very proud of that. That is very cool. I love that. Um, so I was looking at your website and I saw this, um, this line, inspiring growth through a culture of caring. And I just love that that is kind of like your North Star as you go through life. Um, so tell us a little bit about how many employees own American Solutions for Business and kind of values and that kind of stuff. Sure. So we currently have over 1,100 employees and salespeople. And um, we are headquarters, as I mentioned, or we're headquartered in um, Glenwood, Minnesota, but we have sales associates in almost every state across the United States. And then we also have several uh, smaller hubs that are kind of positioned throughout who are there to support our sales associates in the field. So um, we're very large. Um, I think a lot of the time people underestimate the size of American, but we mm-hmm. really are growing a lot, especially with the, you know all of the uh, technology that we're really adding. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're out there. I think that um, some people think that we're just this smaller company. I, I actually, a few years ago, this was, um, oh, I want to say maybe 10 years ago, the slogan was the industry's best kept secret. And so now we joke that we don't want to be the industry's yeah. best kept <laughs> secret anymore. We want, we, we're really proud of what we've built and, and we want to share that message. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so tell us a little bit about values. And um, when I was looking at your website, I noticed that you guys have a corporate responsibility report, which is another thing that is not seen too much in promotional products industry, but is extremely important. So tell us a little bit about values, culture, corporate responsibility report. Absolutely. So at American, um, we are very fortunate to have kind of this grassroots mentality where we are so invested in our community. And that's something that we are really, really proud of, that we we get to give back to our, our local community. And just because of the culture that we've really cultivated and that Larry had this vision, you know, 30, 40 years ago, um, we still have that vision today and it's so deeply ingrained that you know not only do we have a lot of community service happening within um, the community around the headquarters but a lot of our sales associates all over the country are deeply invested in their communities and giving back Um, so we you know we try to give them a platform to tell that story and um, you know not only is there that that feel-good aspect of them being so involved in their communities but you know there's a strategic uh, reason for that too is that if they are ingrained in their communities they can better connect with potential customers and just know what's happening um in the market too so isn't that the truth and that's i think with promo care sometimes people will come on and they'll they'll kind of shy away from explaining that or talking about what they do to build the community and i think that's the best thing that that as distributors and suppliers we can do because uh, it, it brings us to the table instead of us being kind of like, you know, trinkets and trash and all that stuff. It's like, no, actually we, we create these experiences and they can be really cool. And by the way, all these people are completely invested in your community. So Danny Rosen the other day had said, this is the, this is the megaphone for the industry to share these kind of mm-hmm. stories. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing that and not being, it's not that you're, you're being boastful or anything, but you're, you're able to tell the story. And that is super important, I think, right now to make sure that we, we deserve a seat at the table, in my opinion. 
<laughs> so true. And if you so, understand um, what's happening in your community too, you can you can come to them with the needs before they have to express the needs exactly. too. Exactly. So, so having that connectivity is so important. Exactly. I love that. So then as far as um, when you have your, your salespeople or people, the 1,100 employees, is there any formal program that you do with them as far as like, I mean, I guess with salespeople, it's different or owners, but is there, are there hours yeah. given or? Yeah. Give... Um, I'm glad that you asked that because we actually recently um, introduced volunteer time off for our home office employees. Mm-hmm. And so our employees actually, they, they can submit uh, paid time off to volunteer in the community. And we have been so happy with how that's turned out. Um, you know, just, just being able to see how much pride our employees take into giving back to their communities. Um, you know, a lot of them are already so involved in the community, but then they have to, before they had to kind of work that into their their work life schedule. You know, they either had to volunteer after work or take time off to, to go and volunteer. But now we're, you know, we're really embracing that and we're allowing them to go and volunteer during the workday because not, not all volunteer opportunities happen you know, after 5 p.m. So right. um, just embracing that even more. Um, we've been incredibly happy with, with how that's gone so far. Thank you for doing that. That's very important. So um, as far as community outreach, is there are there any favorite stories you have or anything you've seen that just left a great impression on you from what sure. American Solutions has done? Yeah, so we, we do several things throughout the year. Um, we work very closely with the United Way. Okay. Um, and so we partner with them on, on several outreach programs and just different volunteer opportunities. Um, I think one of my favorite things that we do is during the holiday season, um, as a company, we adopt uh, several families during that holiday season. And, and when I say adopt the families, what we do is our employees um, – you know, we donate money. We, um, you know, we collect different gifts uh, for that family. So, you know, we don't know who that family is, but we'll receive um, kind of their demographics. Like they'll have, you know, um, a boy who's eight, a girl who's four. You know, they'll kind of explain um, their situation and then any gifts that you know they they think is is suitable. And mm-hmm. then our employees can can provide the funds and the gifts uh, for that family. So. Um, you know, when it's when it's time during the holidays, they have, um, you know, not only gifts under the tree, but they also have household goods. They have, um, you know, a little extra pocket money. They have just things to take care of themselves, um, especially because it does get so cold up here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Um, and then to add another level to that, uh, you know, every year uh, we give Larry and Diane Zavagil, um, our, you know, founder, we give them a Christmas present, and years ago, uh, you know, it's like somebody brought up. They're like, "What could we give to the founder of the company yeah. that he doesn't already <laughs> have?" And um, so, so another level to this is that our gift to Larry and Diane Savagel every year is um, giving back to these families, and so uh, it, it really kind of closes that whole entire loop that that he has really created and that's one of his favorite things um that we really do all year is is adopting those families during the holidays so that is so cool i love hearing that because i i we just were talking about that the other day with a friend on a total personal level like what could you possibly give to someone like they don't want anything it's not about that it's about being together and 
having quality time, like that's way more important than a candle or a bunch of flowers or, you know, right. so it's, it's cool that you guys are, are dialed in on that because most of us don't need any more stuff. We just need each other. Right. We need people. Right. I love we that. Need meaning. Right. Exactly. Yep. And purpose. So let's um, take it out a little bit further for industry wide. Um, and so your job is your title is head of communications and public relations, which again, you don't see too often in our industry because there's very few that are as large as American solutions for business. Um, and so you were telling me that you work with vendors and, um, so that you can, can expose them to the partners and the salespeople so that they can go out and, and push their line. So talk to us a little bit about how you go about that. Absolutely. So we have a very large vendor network, um, of vendors that we uh, choose to have in our program. And part of that process of joining the program is that we need to make sure that they align with um, Americans' values too. So, you know, when we bring our vendors on to, um, onto our program, we make sure that they are also sustainably sourcing, that they, you know, bonus points if they have some sort of give back. So, uh, you know, vendors like Hit and Hirsch Gift and Sweden and Charles River, um, they all have these incredible programs. Um, and so they're in our program already. And so when, when we have these vendors, we try to suggest them and we try to influence our sales associates to use these vendors, um, especially if they have a customer who's uh, requesting a, a give back program or even just aligns themselves uh, value-wise kind of similarly to, to us and these vendors. Um, so we really, we, we do try to influence as much as we can. At the end of the day, the, the great thing about American and our model is that our sales associates make the final decision for who they want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but our team here, you know, we do everything that we can uh, to really uh, bump up exposure for, for people that we think align well with our mission. That is awesome. And being aware of all the give back um, and, you know, there's so many suppliers that have that portion now and we're trying to get them on to promo care. So as you see them, feel free to email me because I would love oh, to interview yeah. people to use the megaphone of promo cares to share their stories too. Cause it's very important with what we're moving forward with. Okay. So um, when you look at the industry and y- you've been in it for four years and even maybe even before, if you could think back that far, uh, what do you think the perception of promotional products overall ad specialties are in the industry? Sure. So, um, yeah, this is this is tough because a lot of people sit on very opposite sides of the fence about this one. And I keep thinking back to, um, you know, there was uh, about a year ago, a Fast Company article that um, basically said that we needed as a culture to stop uh, basically spending uh, money on cheap conference swag. Right. And I know which one you're talking about. Yes. It got people <laughs> pretty hot. I mean, right. people, people reacted very emotionally about that. And to take a step back from it, um, you know, the people who who were very successful in, in handling this with grace were the ones who were able to look at it strategically and say, you know, she is right that we shouldn't just spend money for no reason on conference swag you know we are trying to uh become more and more sustainable just as a culture and we should be as an industry we really should be pivoting to to looking at sustainability options and so um you know another thing is that as a strategic seller you should really be in the position of 
offering not the product, but the meaning behind the product. And so if you're just throwing out product for no reason, there's no strategy behind it, no thought behind it, we are not doing our job. So if you are going to be successful in this industry, there has to be a thoughtfulness in the use and the message and everything that goes behind it. Because, you know, we, we can look at products in terms of, you know, is it recycled? Sure, that's great. But we can also look at a product that says, okay, is this going to change the behavior of the user, which results in sustainability? So there's so many different methods that we can approach this. And so if we can, as a as an industry, adopt this way of thinking, then you know the, the, the naysayers or the people who do call us trinkets and trash, they no longer can touch us because that's exactly. not really that's not really what we're doing here. That's not what we are. My favorite thing to say is if you if you can't say if you can't spell tchotchke, you can't say it. <laughs> so you can use that with everyone. And I'm like, no, we oh, are not. Perfect. We are not a little snow globe. And you know, right. we're we're not on the Jersey Shore. Like we're that's not the word that we are. That's not what I do for a living. <laughs> right, right. So we can't spell it because I can't even spell it. Can't say it. <laughs> right. And I think that if we if we do come back with this. Um, really emotional, irrational response, right. and, you know, we deny, 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 that kind of implicates us a little bit, doesn't it? Exactly. I yeah. mean, we, we need to approach it as, yes, I see your point. I'm not going to deny that our industry has tchotchkes in it, mm-hmm. but that's not the way that our industry is moving. Right. We're, you know, I think in 10 years, we're not going to have the the quote unquote trinkets and trash that, mm-hmm. that we see now. Right. Yeah, and it's up to the salespeople and the the force of people that go out there every day to make sure they're taking a consultative role and asking the questions and saying, why do you want this? We don't need a thousand of these. Let's look at something else and maybe do a game and give away a TV instead. I don't know. And looking at at the way that our customers are going too, you know, Generation Z is, is, you know, they're slowly becoming a a big buying group and, um, you know, that generation more than any other is caring more about sustainability. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the time, our behaviors as an industry is dictated by, you know, what the customers are asking for. And so if we can see that coming along the horizon, um, you know, we can make these adjustments now so that we are are more appealing to them. Right. Exactly. Yay. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, um, anything else for the good of the order? Is there anything else you would like to share about American Solutions for Business? Um, well, I, I think that one thing I do want to share, too, um, you know, I, I in terms of like the future of the industry and just like what we're doing at American and what we see and, and part of our goals, we're seeing that transparency is more important than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether you want to blame that or, or credit social media um, or maybe it's, it's, it could be kind of this counter swing too of feeling like um, we're living in a superficial world and that we crave honesty and transparency and we just mm-hmm. want to be real. And so, you know, we're, we're taking that thought and really trying to bake that into our initiatives moving forward. So, you know, just maybe more videos so that people are feeling like they, they have that personal connection. And then less corporate jargon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a less acronyms. Yes, I, well, so, so I don't want to totally kill acronyms because we at American love oh, internal yeah. acronyms. I mean, our whole industry <laughs> does, let's be honest. And it's okay. Right. Um, but 
But, you know, I, I don't want to go to a website, read everything on the front page and still have no idea what they do. Exactly. Uh, so, I, I mean, part of that, too, like, I don't know about you, but kind of an internal joke, too, is like, does anybody's parents in the industry understand what we do? Right. You know, <laughs> does your mama know I, what you do every day? I think about, you know, what my what my family's perception of what I, I do is. And I'm like, huh, if my family has a hard time wrapping their head around right. who we are as an industry, our customers are probably having an even harder time. And mm-hmm. so with that thought in mind, we can move forward to kind of create a narrative that's more approachable. And I think that that's going to help our industry grow and succeed. I love that. A little bomb at the end. I love that, Taylor. That's awesome. And it's so true. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I am currently recording super early in Arizona because Minnesota is a a far cry from the desert. You're in the tundra. I'm in the desert. So thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Carrie. All right. Take care. Bye.